I knew as soon as she entered my office, she was trouble. And she was bringing a lot of trouble in with her. Can't you read the sign, toots? It says closed. Dick Coxley, please. You don't I'm need sorry. to. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to stop us so quick. Well, can I get that name again? Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on. Maybe you did. Uh, Dick Coxley. Now, is he a private investigator named Coxley or is his full name, his full Christian name, Dick Coxley? His, his name is Richard Coxley, but she calls him Dick because they have a history. Oh, they have a hit. Okay, all right, okay, back in, I'm back in, I'm back in. Well. Dick Coxley, you don't need to act so professional around me. Well, if it isn't Lorraine Lestinky. That's my name, yes. That's <laughs> Lady of the Night. Dick Coxley, please, I didn't know who else to turn to. What's I, the problem, dame? I've got a... I've got an itch, Dick Coxley. <laughs> and We've I need a lot of those. Dick, Dick Coxley turns towards the the blind covered window with his uh, cigar between two fingers, his cigarette between another two fingers, and a cigar between the last of his fingers. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of itches. This town, I tell you, it's going to the dogs, the flea-ridden dogs. You know, the itchy ones. Dick Coxley, only an itchy boy like you can help me now. Please help me itch. Take it on the arches. I don't itch no more. Please. I'm clean. Please look at all these video games I bring to you, Dick Coxley. <laughs> help me scratch these video games. You're the only one who can. God damn it. Just when I think I'm out, they get me itchy again. Hi, I'm Bobby McCarthy. <laughs> and that's Dick Coxley. Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And this is Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games, where we share with you the hidden gems and little treasures we found deep within the Itch.io game site. And as you probably couldn't guess from our... No, that, that was completely... <laughs> no, you should know everything you need to know from that intro. Um, this week, We're, we delve into uh, th probably, I would say, the most noir-soaked genre of video games, the point-and-click adventure. Yeah, can I can I say something? Uh, can I get political on here for a sec? Ooh, Bobby's getting political. Bobby, let's hear your political. Uh, listen, I've played a lot of point-and-click adventure games in my day, right? Is that so? I, you know, I, I love my, I love my Grim Fandangos. Mm, I love... Very noir. I love my uh, King's Quests, my Monkey Islands. Yes, King's Quest. Very, very noir. Yeah. Um, I think it's really hard to make a good point and click. I think a lot of point and click games are garbage. I... <sighs> I wouldn't I wouldn't step so far into that arena 
I would say I'm sorry, this is the, this is post fishing episode, Bobby talking. The, <laughs> Bobby, please, we gotta shake off some of that cantankerousness. To to put it more diplomatically, I think point and click games are in a similar vein to uh fishing games. Or I think this is these are games that a lot of people you know, when when a person decides that they want to go into game design, I, I feel as though this is going to be one of the first types of games that a person will make. Yeah, I mean, programming-wise, it seems like a fairly straightforward one. I mean, everything you do is in the is in the name. You point and you click. Yeah. Like, you just gotta program shit to click on, right? But it does require you to flex your um, in-game development often underused writing muscles it's a it's just a hard thing to get right you know with such a minimal mode of interaction you really do like you you have to rely pretty much completely on creativity and that's a much harder you know like if you're making like an open world game say it's like Think of an average open world game, like not your Breath of the Wild, not your Elden Ring, like just just a average to slightly below average, like like a decent. Fucking, what's it? What was it? Um, uh, Tom Clancy's Wildlands. Yeah, you're 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 like boilerplate average ass open world game. Yeah, like you can still have some fun with that, right? Like, it's a functional game. It does what it says on the tin. Yeah, you can turn your brain off and, like, you can use the mechanics the way they were meant to be used and just kind of play through it. Yeah. Uh, the same can't be said about, like, a bare minimum functional point-and-click game. The story and the puzzles really has to carry it. It's, it's holding a lot of the weight. Exactly. There's a lot of art that goes into this specific genre. I I and, agree. Uh, and having heard how you feel at this moment, I feel like we're coming from completely opposite directions on this. Um, I do not have a ton of experience with point-and-click games. The only point-and-click games I really have any experience with are uh, are the is the old Sam and Max game, which I adore. Sam and Max kick ass. Fucking love Sam and Max. Those little guy, those little freaks. They they can come to any party. They really are little freaks. They are little freaks, and I love them. I wouldn't go so far as to say that a lot of point and click games are bad. I would say that maybe even a more extreme. I think even the best point and click games, even like every point and click game, I'd even go so far as to say has at least one moment that's just pure bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, even with how much I adore Sam and Max Hit the Road and how much I think it's a a pretty good example of a very good point-and-click adventure, there is still a moment where you have to join a golf ball retrieval tool to the severed hand of Jesse James <laughs> and point it at the inside of... I don't even remember, like a big mound of hair or something, or a big mound of dirt, and with that, you can advance the plot. See, that's fun bullshit, though. That's fun, it's fun bullshit, but like, dog. It's bullshit. If, look, if I did not have a game, a game fax open 
in the other window, I would have fucking never. <laughs> like that's some that's some bullshit. That is some point and click bullshit. And like this is the thing. I I think a lot of people like just because of how simple it is. I I feel like these are very fun games to make. <laughs> I would imagine they are, but there's such a there's such a narrow middle line to hit with these games because it since the story is carrying it so much, you're really just making puzzles and riddles, essentially. Yeah. And there's such a narrow line between way too fucking easy and... Utter bullshit. What am I doing? Pull up the game facts right now. Like, it's 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 so narrow, that, that little skosh of a unit. Nah, for sure. I... I 100% agree. It's a real hard balance to get right, but... Yeah. Let, let, let me ask you, do you think that uh, the game that you're bringing this week, do you think that that game reached that balance? Yeah, so uh, I guess since we're segueing, Whoa! Whoa! No, no more bullshit. It's time to get serious. We're talking about Clam Man. <laughs> we're talking about Clam Man. Leave your jokes at home, ladies. We're getting serious this episode with Clam Man by uh, Team Clam uh, 20, 2019. They really went full into Clam. They really committed to this bit, and I respect that. Um, it's a 2019 game, point-and-click adventure. Uh, it really doesn't have any gameplay to speak of. <laughs> um, like... Uh, it, it it's more a collection of scenes, right? Like it, with it's some dial. Are you telling me Clam Man is a visual novel? I think Clam Man's a visual novel. Which, by the loosest definition, I think you could consider visual novels a rudimentary point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, I I mean I I there there's definitely more interaction because you know most point-and-click adventure game or most uh. Most visual novels really just have a, you know, first-person perspective, clicking on dialogue boxes, and there's really no mode of interaction outside of that. Clam Man's got a little bit more, because, I, I mean, the layout is basically like your standard, like, LucasArts point-and-click adventure game, right? You got your, got your little guy, you got pre-rendered backgrounds, you walk around, you interact with stuff. Outside of a couple exceptions, there really aren't puzzles. You're just given a scene, you walk around, you look at stuff, um, you talk to folks, and that's the game, basically. Okay. And to be fair, they make that really fun. <laughs> this is uh, a game driven entirely by its writing and its characters, and how how are the writing and its characters? It is so it's probably the most fun setting for a point and click adventure game I've ever seen. There is <laughs> there, there are these wholesome mob bosses that that like because you know minor minor early game spoilers. There's a character who saw something they shouldn't have seen, and you you go to talk to them. And these mob bosses come up to you and they're like, hey, we don't think you should be talking to them anymore. 
but also we think you should still be around them because they're going through a tough time and they need a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, and one one of the mob bosses is just Patrick from SpongeBob, but Russian. Oh my god, no. <laughs> You're shitting me. His name is Patrov. That's... <laughs> That's very good. And it's just like, this is... Uh, okay, this is kind of a hard game to talk about because it descends pretty quickly into, oh my god, look at all, like, just wanting to list off all the funny moments. Well, just give me give me the pitch. Give me the pitch. What is Clam Man? Like, what is the, the essence of Clam Man? What's Clam Man about? Give me the, the intro pitch. So, Clam Man is a mystery point-and-click adventure game where you're, uh, you're Clam Man. Uh, you work for a mayonnaise manufacturer. Very good. And uh, you get fired from your job, and your life goes to shit, and basically, the circumstances under which you were fired are pretty, pretty sus, to use a gamer word. <laughs> and... Uh, you're trying to you're trying to figure out what's going on, and you uh, end up tossing yourself into a little bit of a conspiracy. Ooh, some noir detective work. It is very, it is extremely noir adjacent. <laughs> way too, way too goofy to actually fall into that category. Could, but could yeah, could we call this n- noirtical non- nonsense? Sorry, let me take that again. Noirtical nonsense fuck because they're aquatic animals. yeah because they're aquatic and there's a spongebob right. character it, like you know from the themes if if nautical nonsense is something you get it you yeah i get it i guess we could no article if you want to if i want uh, i'm i'm actually requesting that we only refer to it i'm really trying to make it stick so i can get credit I want to be on no, a Wikipedia I'm gonna, page. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give this to you. All right, okay. All right. Find someone else, Buck. Okay, keep, t- but yeah, keep like, telling me about Clam Man. Yeah, the other the other thing about this game is it's just like, and this is gonna sound like a backhanded compliment, but the writing is just really functional. Like, huh? Ev- everything in everything in this game feels like a setup to a payoff later on. Like every plot beat. It's just, I, I I wouldn't say utilitarian, but there's no there's no fat to this baby. They're really like every sentence is them cocking a Chekhov's gun right in your face. Yeah, absolutely. Like even like the goofy there there's like a goofy uh, anglerfish who's proclaiming like the 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 coming of the duck or something. Like he's he's got one of those like the end. I'm sorry. Could I get another? Could I get another? Uh, just for me personally. Could I get the coming of the duck? All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's he. He's got one of those like the end is nigh signs that you see folks standing out in like <laughs> New York City or whatever. But it says the duck is nigh, and uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. But <laughs> the duck is nigh. <laughs> This sounds like it's giving a real, um, what was that alligator game that, uh, Small Boo Studios did, uh, Later Alligator? I did not play Later Alligator. Oh fuck, it's precious, dog. Damn. I wish I had played it so I knew what you are talking about. It's very, <laughs> this game is very shitposty, too. It's just, <laughs> uh, it's got a musical number very early on that's just, 
Just just like this folksy musical number about how Clam Man lost his job that's really dumb and I love it. That sounds really good. Uh they do a, they do a funny bit where they're about to say shit but it cuts off just before they say shit. Wow, what a good funny bit that's you're f- describing here. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I'm running out of shit to, because this is this is the main <laughs> problem with this game is yeah. It's all bits. Yeah. It's oops all bits. It's oops all bits and talking about it just descends into hey that part was funny. <laughs> but it's it's a delight. It's pretty short and uh it's only 10 bucks on Steam and itch.io. Fuck yeah. Uh yeah, that's Clam Man by Team Clam. It's so cute. It's so goddamn cute. <laughs> they have little they have little uh, dancing jellyfishes. On, on a street corner, and you can dance with them. What a treasure. And they call you Groovy. Oh, fuck yeah! That's all I ever wanted! Fuck yeah. But, uh, anyhow, what what are you bringing to the, the itchy table? I am bringing, uh, the mouthful of a game, Detective Case and Clownbot in Murder in the Hotel Lisbon. <clears throat> I really fucking wish I had time to play this, because <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> It's, um, I mean, it's everything it says on the 10, really. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's, I'm glad I played this one because it's right in my wheelhouse. It's very similar to Sam and Max. It, it feels like it has a lot of Sam and Max DNA in it, like even from the get go, because the pitch is you are a not very good detective who is mailed a robot sidekick called Clownbot, who it's. Tell me, what's Clownbot? I can't Clownbot, tell I can't tell what what the vi- what the gist of this character is. It's a robot that was designed for domestic household chores but has discovered it loves telling jokes. Oh. But is very bad at telling jokes. Oh. But also it has an unlimited inventory, which is how it explains, you know, the standard um point and click adventure inventory of holding on to every single item where a tentacle just reaches out of part of the robot grabs whatever and slinks back in. And of course, detective case is like, what? Hold on. What? (laughs) And clown robots like, Oh, that's, that's Kevin. He, he's in there. This is like a biological, (laughs) like animal tentacle. Yeah. It's, it's Kevin. Fuck. It's Kevin. It's Kevin dog. You know, Kevin. (laughs) Oh yeah. I know Kevin. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just a really funny fucking game. So this is so Detective Case and Clownbot in the murder in murder in, in the hotel Lisbon. Um, this is a game made by Nerd Monkeys, which is a S- Spanish developer. Um, it was released this year in March, um, and it is five dollars, and it is a very good use of five dollars. It's just a lot of fun. It's a fun detective game. You gotta. You gotta go detect. There's side quests. There's the main quest. There's a lot of really good, funny bits. Uh, like there, there, there's a hotel. You can look through all the all the hotel rooms, and when you get to hotel room four hundred four, there's just nothing there. And they, and <laughs> they're like, good. "Oh fuck, we're trapped in here. There's nothing here. We can't get back. We're at the main menu." And then Clownbot, of course, you know, Clownbot being self aware and all, um, he's like, "Oh well, I can revert you back to your last save, but we don't remember any of this." I'm sorry. Memory, such a fleeting thing. And then you, that's that's the whole thing. That's the bit. It has nothing to do with the case. It's just a good bit. Yeah, just got a lot of personality to it. Just got so a lot much of- personality. And I 
I don't know who they hired for like their localization, but it's pretty good. I like you would imagine a lot would get lost because it, it was originally a Spanish game, um, but no, it's it still stands really damn well on its own. Yeah, especially with uh with bit driven like point and click design. I imagine oh, that yeah. there's a lot of that there's a lot of wordplay. Yeah, and I feel like some of it, yes, does. Like there, it's 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 kind of like when you watch anime and you're like, why why have they spent like forty five seconds talking about this one thing? I'm not quite certain what the context is here. There's a few moments like that, but for the most part, no, it still really sells. Um, the art is great. The character design is fantastic. Everybody's like this real exaggerated Dick Tracy looking creature. Oh. <laughs> like it's just good. It's got a clown bot with with Kevin inside of it. It's got Kevin inside. You love Kevin. Um, yeah, and it's kind of a good case. Like, it's a good mystery with a really, really dumb twist <laughs> that kind of works. Fuck. I do love me a dumb, dumb twist in a clown robot game. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like I'm not doing a super justice job on the pitch but it the pitch the pitch is on its face it's every detective game you've ever played every detective novel you've ever read every detective media you've ever consumed but just fucking goofy yeah like it's it's standard detective but goofy um and it's got a live jazz band that plays like it's got a full jazz band oh shit that plays like a ton of tracks and then they bring in like a different band that you can meet in a in a restaurant and just ask them to play, and it's completely different music. The music in this game fucking flies, dog. Yeah, I love me a jazz a jazz detective soundtrack. Holy shit! There's a lot of goofy heart in this game. Like there's a there's a secret where you can like find a room that the developers are in, and they're just all hanging out, and you just go check them out. You just go talk to them. They're like, "Hey, what's up? That's our intern in the box." <laughs> Clamman does have a similar bit, I will say. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! I love me a self-aware joke where you can just meet the meet the devs. But there's so much goofy heart in here that the there is a section one of one of the previously spoken about um point and click bullshit portions that every point and click adventure has, where there's a there's a point where you have to find what hotel room a suspect is staying in but the suspect didn't write their own name into the logbook they wrote a fake name Ooh. and his you find him in an arcade and the name he puts down is just a really obscure video game reference yeah if i had not been uh, as uh, you know as as much of a gamer <laughs> um <laughs> I would probably have been very frustrated and just looked through every single room. Yeah, but it's it's a solid game. I um I ran into a couple bugs uh that shut down my game every once in a while, so I'd say save often, but um yeah. Oh, I'm forgetting like the big the big uh gameplay pitch of it. Um so there is unlike Clam Man, there is like a gameplay hook to it, and that is the the interview system. And it's a pretty simple um, not super robust system, but it's a fun little puzzle, uh, a little Professor Layton-esque, a little Phoenix Wrighty. 
Um, All right. You, you have to you have to interview a suspect and you have to match because there's different ways you can interview them, and you can also choose at the top of each interview if you want Detective Case to interview them with all of his noir chair-throwing, I-know-you-did-it-fess-up-perp uh, kind of kind of action, or if you want the more gentle, logical touch of Clownbot. You got a good cop, bad cop mechanic. It, it That's exactly what it is. It's a good cop, bad cop mechanic, and then within the good cop, bad cop mechanic, you you choose between three lines, and you choose what evidence you want to match to each uh, each line oh shit and so, so yeah the, it there's a little bit of a trick to it yeah it's got some meat does this now does this actually change the outcomes it doesn't of, change of any of the outcomes it's like a, it's like a puzzle you have to pass gotcha yeah it's it's not like if you use good cop or bad cop they're gonna act different it's that they will only open up to one of the cops which they're not real. They're not cops. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. I should make that very clear. That the they're only not cop, actual cops. There is. There is one police officer in this game, and he's a fucking dullard. Damn right he is. He's really funny though. Actually, he's re- he has an illegitimate son with a with a prostitute, and then he finds out, and then he just brings his son to the station, who's like six years old, and they're both just like swinging their batons together. And they're both just fucking stupid. It's great. Oh, that's kind of cute. But yeah, that's um, that's Detective Case and Clownbot in Murder in the Hotel Lisbon. It's uh, it's pretty good, and it's really it's it's pretty well made. The art's great. The music's great. Uh, it's funny. Check it out. It's five bucks. God damn, point and click games are hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah, cause it's 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 they do a lot of talking for themselves, don't they? They really do. They, like, the, the main selling points for a lot of these is stuff that you really just have to see for yourself. Yeah, it really is. But I think we both found some pretty good games this week. So is there anything else you've been playing this week? Not not a whole lot. Um, I, I did play another point-and-click game, uh, The White Door. I had which, that on my list. How was it? It's all right. If you like point-and-click games and you like weird, disorienting stories, um, I think you'll like this. Kind of, kind of the same vein as Toyami, uh, which I talked about last week. It does some interesting stuff, but uh, I don't know. It just wasn't the thing for me. But check it out if if you're into that sort of thing. I don't know. I didn't finish it, so I don't really have that much to say about it. <laughs> That's all right. Aside from that, it's mostly just been... I've, I've been getting back into Vampire Survivors. Oh. Uh, because that's a really fun game, and I just finished... I just finished a couple weeks ago actually playing through uh, Symphony of the Night. And it just made me want to play more Vampire Survivors. That's fun. <laughs> I love that. That's fun. It's really weird playing Castlevania after having played that. Like having <laughs> having never played Castlevania, and like ev- everything in Vampire Survivors that's a Castlevania reference, recognizing it in Castlevania and categorizing it as a Vampire Survivors reference feels really weird. <laughs> that's you. Re- you really are eating your dessert first in that. Really though, what are you? What have you been playing? 
Um, I played I played another point and click adventure game uh, that I thought was pretty enjoyable. Um, didn't have a ton to say about it though. It was very short. It was an hour long. It was called P E Noir. Just the letter P, the letter E Noir. Like physical education noir? Yeah, like physical education, like the class PE, like where you play dodgeball. Fuck. Noir. Uh, it was by Picogram, released in 2018, but it was a uh, pay what you want, you know, just drop in a buck or two. Um, and it's just a cute little under an hour mystery um, themed around a, a, a hall monitor. It It is so incredibly reminiscent of the hall monitor episodes of Codename Kids Kids Next Door. Um, you know, where like number two would do some noir stuff, eat his oh, chili shit, dogs, yeah. wander around, investigate some perps. It's that vibe. It's 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 noir in a school through the eyes of like an eight year old. Fuck, that's cute. I love that ex- I love that aesthetic. Yeah, the uh the flavor text is off the chain. It's really good. Like it just clicking on things and hearing what the kid has to say. Like, it's... I wish I would have written some down, because I remember they were fucking killer. <laughs> I remember them being very, like, very dour, coming from a kid. Like, uh, a loose lollipop underneath a locker. What kids won't get into these days? <laughs> a long while ago, I would have felt joy at finding this. Now I just feel disdain for the streets. Just like that kind of shit. It's just an embittered little kid. Yeah, it's just cute. It's fun. It's pay what you want. Um, it's got pretty good writing. It's under an hour. You know, it's a good way to pass the time, and it's a well-made game. Then fuck yeah, it's worth it. Uh, then fuck yeah. I've also been playing um, Moon Glow Bay, which isn't it isn't on itch.io. It's I really after we recorded the fishing episode, I I got a real hankering for the actual best fishing game ever made, which is Moon Glow Bay. It is, Bobby. Have you played Moon Glow Bay? I have not. I've never heard of this. It is. I think it came out last year. It is. It's the best fishing game ever made. It's. It's just really good. It's. You play as a person, who loses their person in a storm, after moving with them for them to follow their dream of being a. a I don't remember if they wanted to, f- fish or be a marine biologist. They wanted to fish. They wanted to be there and fish. And this was their dream. And you were kind of just like, I don't really have a dream. I'm going to follow you. And then they die. And then it cuts to like three years later where you're just a shell of your former self. That sounds cheery. It's very cheerful. And then the kid that you two had together shows up and is like, look, I got to help you get your life back in order. You got to start fishing again and cooking your fish and selling the fish and becoming part of the community. It's Stardew Valley, but the main mechanic is fishing instead of farming. That's... That's it. Everyone in the community community is super cool and has their own stories. Um, the fish are really cute. The fishing mechanic is actually really fun and engaging. You can upgrade your boat and your tackle, and there's, like, different techniques you can use to the fishing. Yeah, goddamn, this looks precious. It's adorable, and it's so nice, and there's boss battles! There's big fish boss battles. I love fishing bosses. It's it's the best fishing game ever made, and I really got a hankering to play it after our fishing episode, and that's what I've been playing mostly. 
Hell yeah. It's I fucking I dig killer. This, I dig this like 3D dot game here as aesthetic it's got going too. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> it's got a real like I don't even know, like voxel, like Yeah, I was trying to think of a game, but yeah, it's it's got that voxel aesthetic, that cute little voxel aesthetic. But you know, whenever it has the visual novel thing of like people's um portraits uh, popping up over a little text box and those are also very well done it's just really cute really does look like it i gotta check this bad boy out it's it's precious and it's 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 very nice i really like it it's one of my favorite games and i think yeah it's i'll i'll stake my full claim on it it's the best fishing game ever made lamb's fighting words man oh i'll fight i i wish i wish i had more enthusiasm about fishing games to to fight you on that but you <laughs> bobby please don't go into the sunken place we we know we know how i feel about that bobby please come back towards the light it's don't so go back into fishing games it's so dark it's so dark down here well i think that's as good a segue <laughs> as any <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go ahead and spin this wheel. Please get me, get, bring me back to the All right. Light. Let me let me pull up the wheel. All right, I got the wheel. Now I gotta get all the words. Now I gotta copy all the words. Are you take? Are you removing stuff we've already done? Yes. Damn. I am. Why? You want to do fishing games again, Bobby? No. <laughs> That's what I fucking thought. Um, for anyone new, uh, every week we spin the wheel uh, that has a bunch of game topics on it that next week we'll bring in. Uh, that's that'll, that'll be the type of game we, we talk about next week. And here we go. Wheel of wheel. Spin and spin. Give me the game that we will win. <laughs> well, we, we got, got one of my favorites. What do we got? Snakes. Oh. Snakes. <laughs> Snakes. 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 That was a little, that was a gamer joke. That was Sorry. a gamer joke. We're kind of gamers over here. Yeah, if you couldn't tell. And we're I'm... not going to apologize for it. Damn right we're fucking not. <laughs> yeah, we got just snakes with an exclamation mark. Snakes. Snakes. So I guess we'll bring snakes. We're going to bring so many fucking snakes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Itchy Boys. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a couple other places that I don't understand. Um, our theme music is Busy Busy by Twinkle Park. Uh, go check out their music. It's pretty good. If you've gotten this far, um, thank you. Uh, you know, maybe share us around if you like us that much. You know, maybe commit. You know, come on, commit. Come on, you like give us, us something. You like me, don't you? Give Prove us a little sugar. Give us a little sugar. Give it. Give give daddy a little sugar. No, no, <laughs> no. We're not doing this again. <laughs> and uh, I'm Hunter J. Allen. I'm Bobby McCarthy. And, and we're, we're two itchy, itchy boys. boys.